Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. this song steve winwood love it shout out to uh, some folks listening all over the country today kelly brink hesche organbaum here in brooklyn thank you for for listening we've got a very wide-ranging audience you know one of the things that really annoys me about new yorkers and i'm going to make my next guest very uncomfortable when i say it i know i am but i don't care <laughs> that's why he loves me new york loves me don't ever put bill bratton and ray kelly in the same sentence ever not in front of me. Bill was fine. Ray Kelly is far and away, far and away, the greatest police commissioner in the history of this city. Anybody who argues that, A, is stupid, and B, risks getting punched across the face. What's C? We don't want to know C, bro. I just... I just want to know where. I don't have to see yet. Just leave me alone, Jesus. Here he is, the greatest of all time. (laughs) He did it twice. He was so good, Ray Kelly. Ray, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Sid. Great to be with you. My my head is swelling. Thank you so much. (laughs) I mean it, though. It it is true. It is true. And I have to tell you, after the uh, Israelis were attacked on Saturday. And I get stopped every day, Ray. They're like, hey, man, Sid, are we next? Are we next? I, I hear that, I don't know, Ray, 10 times a day. And, you know, often I have to quote you, to be honest. And, well, Hamas is here, and, and Ray Kelly worked on uh, on all of that. So I know that, for example, you have the counterterrorism NYPD unit. And they had about 1,000 cops. And I had the mayor on, Eric Adams, on Wednesday. And he said, it still exists, but we've kind of reallocated them. It didn't sound like... They were as intact as the unit that you had. Do you believe they're intact? And if they're not, how much do we need them on a day like today? Well, they're hurting. They're losing cops, certainly more than they can hire to to replace them. So they're going to have to get those uh, offices to get in the radio cars to answer those 911 calls. they got to get them from someplace. They, they're having great difficulty still in hiring uh, the replacement for the cops that are basically hemorrhaging, leaving the department still in great numbers. I thought that the contract 
with the PVA would would quiet that down. Apparently, it has not. Cops are are still living, and that's a real problem. So, yeah, he he had to had to reallocate, and I understand that. You know, we 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 don't have thirty five, uh, thirty four, thirty six thousand, whatever the number it is now. Uh, it's much less than that because there's the we don't have the true number, quite yeah. frankly, head count. So it's a, yeah. it, it, it's a time of great strain. They're spending a lot of overtime. Uh, they have cops in the, certainly in the poorer areas of the city that cut down on shootings. They have been in the subway on overtime. So this stretch pretty thin. And I understand that he, he does have to reallocate. And, and you're right. I mean, the, the total number of cops is probably closer to 31,000 than 36, which is a big difference, a huge difference in that number. So I'll ask you flat out, Ray Kelly, you dealt with Hamas. You've dealt with these hate groups before, getting all the way back to 9-11. Yes or no, Ray Kelly, do you think those people are here, ready to inflict damage, maybe not today, but at some point? Well, I think that has to be the planning assumption. Uh, we know certainly that Hamas supporters are here. This is still the capital of the world. We have the U.N. here. You have the international traffic that comes through New York. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what we have to uh, think about every day, that uh, they're here, they want to hurt us, they want to kill us. And, uh, you know, as the mayor said, you know, you got to worry about lone wolf, and, and that's true. But it's, it's a dangerous time and a, and a dangerous world, and New York is still number one target. Not, the capital of the world. They want to come here. Yeah, and there's more they Jewish. Want to hurt us again. There's more Jewish people here than any other state in the country. I mean, you know, I actually spoke to the police commissioner now, Eddie Caban, who's a very sweet. I happen to like Eddie. He ain't you, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was ready, willing, and able to provide me with a police detail because he was worried. I'm a Jewish guy with a big voice in this city, you know. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think they agreed with you. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, because Curtis Sliwa, of course, loves you and passes me a lot of information. Did you or did you not assign NYPD cops to outposts throughout the Middle East? Because that's brilliant. And why wouldn't the MB, uh, NYPD still do something like that? Well, they do. They they still have it in place. Yes, uh, we had them in the, the UAE. We had them in uh, oh, I had them in 12, 12 cities. I know now. I just heard in the paper that they're looking to put somebody in Colombia. I don't know if that's good or not, but the. They still have uh, the program, but what they acted as is sort of listing posts or tripwires for us. Now, we learned from them. You know, we had cops in, and still have them, I hope, in uh, in Paris, in London, in, in Madrid, in Toronto, in Montreal. Uh, and, and because of the size and diversity of the NYPD, most of those cops are either born there or have relatives there. Uh, you know, the, the officers that we had in Paris, born in Paris. Uh, same thing in, in, as far as Madrid. So, and, and we used to pride ourselves on knowing the dialects of, of a lot of places, of a lot of countries. For instance, in, the, you know, Egypt, there's a, there's a lot of different uh, dialects. But we had people who understood the, the, the languages, those dialects. We, we used to say that we had people who know the back streets of Karachi. We had, when I was there, we had cops born in 106 countries. No other police department in the world could come anywhere close 
exposed to that. So it, it gave us tremendous diversity and, and certainly uh, the ability to, I think, monitor uh, more closely some of the, the people that we were concerned about here in, in New York. But your gut tells you that uh, right now the police force still has, they're still doing a lot of that, yes? Yes, yes. Okay, good. Uh, Rebecca right. Wiener, who yeah. I uh, recruited on up to Harvard and, and recruited her, she's now in charge of operations there. I think she's committed to keeping that that, that program in place. It's very, yeah. very uh, helpful, very, very useful. We get a lot of information, two-way flow of information. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gabolaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ray Kelly, the uh, greatest police commissioner ever, and by the way, a very nice guy, and the dad of uh, Ray Kelly, who does a great job here every day, one to three. Today is the Muslim Day of Prayer. You know that, Fadi, Jim. The NYPD, I know you guys used to have undercover Arab-speaking cops in the congregation. They would listen. They would sit there just to make sure there were no threats of terrorism, especially a day like today, not just a day of prayer. But as you know, Ray, Hamas has called for this to be the global jihad day, uh, not just in Israel but all over the world uh, Eric Adams, I believe, is on record saying that was a bad strategy. Why would he say that? What was a bad strategy? Having uh, police officers sit in these Arab-speaking congregation houses of prayer to actually find out what these people are talking about and if, in fact, uh, they're threatening us again. Oh, gee, well, I mean, I think it's a very good strategy. It was an effective strategy. In the 12 years of the Bloomberg administration, we had no successful terrorist attack uh, in New York City, even though we had 16 plots. So we did an awful lot to make certain that happened. And, uh, you know, and I think Eric is uh, just being politically uh, correct. And the Blasio administration settled so many of these cases, which were, you know, ridiculous and no reason to to do that. But that's, you know, he's, he's trying to stay uh, Stay on message with the progressives. I guess. I mean, I got to tell you, Ray, maybe because I'm Jewish and I take this a little personal, uh, 
Not that it doesn't matter to everybody else. I know it does, but I am Jewish. I just don't care about politically correct. I, in fact, I heard your son. He was great. He, he uh, did a little report with Bob Brown earlier, and he said, and I agree 100%, I'm not interested in both sides of the story right now. I'm sorry. That doesn't mean I want innocent Palestinian women and children murdered in the streets. I don't want that. But I'm just not interested in how they feel right now. That doesn't make me a bad human being. That makes me, a, you know, a, a caring Jewish male here in New York City. Yes? Yes. You know, a couple of years ago, I did an uh, anti-Semitism examination for the World Jewish Congress and Ron Lawler in Europe. And I was shocked to see how, uh, how high the anti-Semitism feelings are in, in Europe. France in, in particular. And in that study, I also looked at some college campuses here. And I was surprised to find SJP, Students for Justice in Palestine. They have chapters on over 100 colleges in this, in this country. They're very, very active. They're, they see their mission in life is to harass all the Jewish students who are in, in the school. And I never hear them mentioned. I never read anything about them. You see those demonstrations at the University of North Carolina, certainly Columbia, NYU. It's SJP that are, that are oh. behind them. And they are a dangerous group in my opinion. They my are. Mind. And, and they're very yeah. prevalent. You're right. Harvard, we've seen this week, even Brooklyn College. And it's, uh, it's scary. Listen, Ray, we're only a couple of months removed from that uh, young lady, that animal, that's what she is, delivering that, uh, that speech. She was a valedictorian when she went up there and, uh, and obliterated Jews and New Yorkers. And I had Alan Dershowitz on yesterday. He's a brilliant attorney. There's nobody more pro-Israel than Alan. And um, he wants every student to be named. He wants name and shame to go on because, like you said, it's even more prevalent than people think. It's really gross. Right, right. Uh, I think that's great. Yeah, putting those names out there was a brilliant uh, idea. And, uh, it, it, you know, if you go to these campuses, you'd be shocked at how hard line these people are and how open they are about it. Mm. Well, you can see some of it now. It's on the news. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, it is there all the time. And mm. it, it, quite frankly, it, it's something that should uh, it should concern us quite a bit. It does. I hope they're being investigated in, you know, in the appropriate way. I'm concerned about it. I am, too. So to wrap this uh, great conversation up, I, I did reach out to Eddie Caban a couple of days ago, the current police commissioner. And, again, I like him. He, he gets back to me in, in seconds, literally. And I said, you know, is this threat credible, this Hamas threat for this global jihad? Should I be concerned about going to work on Friday? And he was very, very sweet. He really was. And then, of course, he told New Yorkers what they were going to do, which is more cops on the street, blah, blah, blah. Assuming you were still here, Ray, and a lot of us wish you were, assuming you were still here as a police commissioner, as soon as that threat comes across the Internet, what would you be doing today in New York City? I think you have to be doing what what they're doing. Uh, You know, they have limited resources, as I said. They're using what they have. They're trying to give a... Yeah, a, a certain comfort level to to the public, certainly to the, the Jewish community. You'll see cops at uh, uh, shuls and synagogues, and uh, uh, even at uh, uh, Muslim uh, uh, locations. Uh, yeah, there's only so much that you can do. Look, we are a target. We have 10 million people a day that come in here on a, on a business, and just this tremendous flow of, of traffic. 
Could we have an event happen here? Yes. What we try to do is make it as you know unlikely as as possible, and uh, I hope they're doing a lot of the things that that we did. You know, we brought in a lot of people from uh, the, the federal agencies: CIA, DIA, DEA, FBI. We brought them in. Now those people are gone; they're not in the police department anymore, for the most part. For the most part, and I hope their expertise, their skill sets have been transferred to uniformed police officers because that's who's doing the doing the job now. Uh, you got to keep that expertise level as high as possible. Send people to school. I know Eddie Caban is in Qatar, and hey, okay, you know, we got to give him an opportunity to show what he can do. And uh, we want him to mingle with uh, other security people. You know, communication is uh, is the key. Uh, we did have, I assume, we still have great communication with the with the French, with the English, certainly with the Canadians, Australians, New Zealand. Those, those countries are very tight. We call them the five eyes, and uh, you know, you got to get out there and, and mingle with them. And I think it's uh, it's a good sign that Eddie is there. Maybe not today, but he's hmm. you know he's he, he's there. He's uh, looks like he's interested in the in the issue. So, yeah, well, so on the way out, uh, you said maybe not today, and I like Eddie a lot. I've told you that three times already, but uh, assuming you were still commissioner, Ray Kelly would be in New York, no place else. Fair to assume? Yes, sure. He's going to be where the action is, or could be. Right, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. Ray, I, I love you to pieces. I do. I think, uh, you know, you're, you're a great friend and a terrific man. You're a great police commissioner, and you remain a very, very important voice here in New York. So thank you for joining me on this Friday, and stay safe and be well, okay, buddy? Thank you so much, sir. Yes, you too. Thanks. Thank you. There he is, former New York Police Commissioner Ray Kelly. you got to love Ray Kelly. I guess uh, am I going to take a break here, come back and talk to Ricky Gold and Joe Tacopino? Let's do that. Thank you, Ray Kelly. That was great stuff.